welcome to the Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB Pro figure athlete, turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. So this episode is going to be super fun and cool, and I'm really excited to do it for you. And it is going to be jam-packed with so much value for you. Uh, If you have the opportunity to grab a pen and paper, I highly suggest you do that. Uh, Because if you're someone who is using Instagram in order to build a following, an audience, relationships with people, and ultimately want to gain clients from Instagram, this episode is going to be highly, highly valuable to you because I'm going to go over what I would do if I had zero followers and I was starting the account from scratch wanting to use it for business. You see, I've been building audiences since 2009. I started accidentally building an audience, and I'll talk about that in a second, And then I I started onto Instagram in its early days at the beginning of 2013, and it had just came out in 2012. So I was a little bit of an early adopter with Instagram. And I know that sometimes if you're looking at accounts or you're looking at people who are super established online, and you might think that you didn't get in on time, or, you know, you're looking at people who have followships and you're like, oh, well, they've just been doing it for so long. But once you know, you know, how to really gain a followership and attention online and keep that attention, how to monetize that attention, you can go from any platform, any social media platform and utilize the same skills. So I want to help you out with that today because I know that you might be frustrated. You might be putting out uh, content and putting out effort and you're like, I'm showing up, I'm doing the thing, I'm talking to my people and nothing is happening. And this is what a lot of people come to me with. They're, They're frustrated thinking that they're doing everything right or they're looking around at other accounts and they're trying to model different things and they just feel confused over all the different ways that we can show up and all the different ways that different accounts do different things. And they're just like, ah, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So if you are an online coach or if you are a network marketer, someone who wants clients or someone who wants to build influence for the products that you sell with the company that you work for, this episode is going to be bomb for you. Um, I do want to let you know, I am hosting a free masterclass on August 5th. So if you want to go even deeper on everything that we're going to talk about here in the show, um, I have a, it's called Captivate and Monetize Method. This is a method that I've been using, again, since 2009 in order to capture attention and then then monetize that attention um, through the various different businesses that I have done. So August 5th, you know, if you're looking to really understand the purpose of each Instagram feature, um, how to create binge worthy content that keeps your following coming back for more. If you want to know the common mistakes that you're probably making on Instagram and that I see, and then how to shift them really fast. If you want to be seen as an authority and taken seriously by your following so that they actually pay you. And if you want to know how to stand out in a super crowded, noisy space and know what a weekly marketing schedule should look like on on Instagram. This is what the Captivate and Monetize Method Masterclass is going to be all about. So August 5th, that is happening. Um, it's live with me. If you can't make it live, you will be sent the recording if you're registered. I'm leaving the link in the show notes down here below. 
So whatever platform it is that you're listening um, to this podcast on, just scroll down and you'll see like show notes um, and you'll see a link on how to sign up there. And we can we can jam together on August 5th and go deeper on this and you'll have a chance to ask me questions um, and anything else that uh, is pondering your mind when it comes to Instagram. So let's talk about what I would do if I had to start over. So what would I do? How would I start showing up? What is the content I would create? There's there's thought that needs to go into this before we actually start showing up. And, and this is where I think a lot of people, they it's like you're trying to get into action, but the foundation isn't there for the context of the content that you are putting out. And when I first started really showing up on Instagram with a message, or sorry, sorry, I digress. When I started really showing up on social media, which was Facebook to begin with, uh, with a message, I did this so accidentally, but it's because my message was so targeted that I actually started to grow an audience. So in 2009, when I started really understanding how to transform the body, uh, how to train, how to eat, what the lifestyle was like, mostly for the competitive fitness world, um, I was a figure athlete, I did bodybuilding competitions, um, but I naturally kept lean and wanted to be in shape and I learned how to get abs and chiseled shoulders and I was like, oh my God, more women have to understand this. So I started creating videos and writing content about what I was doing to transform my body because fitness was not all over social media like it is now. And because my message was so targeted to body transformations for women, not wanting an average body, going above and beyond, uh, discipline, consistency, work ethic, like that was all my messaging. And that's not targeted to a lot of, a lot of people. Like a lot of women don't want to have that extreme lifestyle, but those who do and did, I got the attention of. So that's how I like accidentally started that audience. But then in 2017, when I decided that, you know, marketing and business coaching was really where my passion was heading towards, I had to change all that. And, and, and I was predominantly on Instagram at that time. So I had to change my entire messaging. I had to come up with a different strategy. Um, I had to nail down exactly who I was talking to. I had to create different content, like everything, like everything, everything had to shift. And these points that I'm going to go through today is basically what I did in 2017 to quickly, you know, within about four to six months, completely shift my, my account around, start monetizing it, um, and move forward with a completely different business. So whether you have a following or whether you're just getting started, everything that we're going to go through hearing these points here today are going to be valuable for you. Some of them you might be doing, some of them you might have not even, even thought of, um, you know, even shifting like two or three of these can drastically, uh, show you a, a lot of differences in your Instagram account and the traction that you're getting on that. And what I want you to come at this with is a really, really beginner's mindset. Let's say like you've been on Instagram for five years, like you've been creating content. Maybe you haven't been focusing on your business, but you've been there. I want you to kind of think about you're starting from scratch. Like you're brand new, you are fresh on this platform and you are going to start over and you're going to have a beginner's mindset. And the the powerful thing about a beginner's mindset is it puts you in a student position. It puts you in research mode. It puts you in resourcefulness mode because when you know nothing about anything and you're starting from scratch, you're going to be a, a searcher. You're going to be a seeker. You're going to be looking for knowledge. You're going to be looking for tactics. You're going to try different things. You're going to trial and error. And I think sometimes we don't put ourselves in that position enough in order to allow ourselves to get really good at something and get out of that beginner's phase. And I see a lot of 
you know, clients who come on with us or come into my programs, it's like they, they're, they're seekers and they're looking for information, but they're not really applying what they're looking, uh, the information they're seeking enough to really maximize it. So, you know, for an example, I uh, decided to redo a couple rooms in our house. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw this. I redid our bedroom um, and redid our living room with just a complete makeover from the vibe, feel, design, colors, um, furniture, everything. Um, and I'll tell you, like, I am not one who has ever been drawn to interior design. Of course, I enjoyed looking at it and I would, you know, give a lot of like, you know, um, give a lot of like high fives to those who could really do it, but it's nothing that I really ever wanted to study or go into or, or research on. And, um, <laughs> the remodeling of my two rooms actually started with wanting to change the curtains in my bedroom. Like that's all I wanted. I wanted to change my bedroom curtains and it turned into a complete overhaul on our bedroom, which then transferred over into our living room. And it's just, you know, one of those projects that completely snowballed, um, and went on a totally different direction than what, than what I wanted. I'm completely happy with it, but totally got sidetracked with what my original plan was. <laughs> it's like you do one little thing and it's like you do another little thing and the whole thing just like cascades open into the, like this huge event. So um, I decided to redo our bedroom and, and I wanted to do like some cool stuff. So my, my main goal of it was that I wanted to see how low of a budget just for like the fun of it that I could do um, to remodel our bedroom. So what I did is sold what we didn't want on Facebook Marketplace, bought a bunch of used stuff on Facebook Marketplace, started looking at DIY projects, learned how to like build shelves and, and bleach our headboard to lighten it up and do fun things with curtains and um, bleaching wood and lime waxing it and like all this fun stuff that like I had no idea about. Um, and I started reading a ton of blogs and watching a ton of YouTube videos for DIY projects, looking at interior design uh websites and, and pages on, on Instagram to get ideas and, and just my thought process going and, and into more of a creative zone to be able to create something different. And I spent a lot of hours like researching and, and getting into action and trial and error, erroring and making mistakes and things taking longer than expected and late nights and early mornings. And it was, it was a lot of work and it was a big project to take on, but I loved it because I was in the beginner seat. I didn't know anything and I would find out something new and I'm like, okay, so what does this person have to say? And then what does this person have to say? And what does this person have to say? And I would listen to a bunch of different people and then take it as my own on what I wanted to use in terms of their tactics to give me the result that I wanted. And this is what you need when you're in that beginner mindset is to explore a bunch of different things and put it together for yourself. And I know that sometimes that can be really hard for a lot of people, but when it comes to, to marketing, it has to be a vibe and feel and voice of your own. And I know some people just try to completely translate something into their own and it doesn't really jive or feel authentic to them. So it's kind of like me seeing a room design that I want in my house, but I don't have the right room layout for the design that I'm seeing. And so I go and create the design layout that I'm looking at, but my room doesn't flow the same way. The windows are not in the same spot of the photo that I saw the design on, but I still go do it anyways, but it looks awkward in the room. Does that make sense? Right. So everything that I'm going to tell you here in, in this, this podcast, like you really need to sit back and think about how do I make this my own? 
How do I make this my own voice? How do I make this my own vibe? How do I make this feel like me and my brand? And that's what we need to do with any type of information that we're taking in. We need to, you know, listen, reflect, do some work on our own behind the scenes, and then make it come to light as your own. Because from an energetic perspective, you know, I think we can sometimes like feel people online and we're like, oh my God, it's just like everything just vibes and feels like it is them and it feels authentic and it's shining through as just them. Where there's other people, and I can definitely see this, where it's like they're trying to be something that they're not because they're looking at other accounts and they think that that's the way they're supposed to show up. So whatever you take from this, please take, make it your own and let your own energy and vibe shine through all of it and be a complete beginner. Uh, yeah, so I redid my two rooms. Um, it was awesome. I had so much fun. I gained a whole bunch of skills that I never had before. I am, I am not a girl who likes to pick up like tools and saws and sanders and measuring things and, and hanging things on the wall. Oh my goodness. I don't, I probably put so many extra holes in the wall. <laughs> like, like I said, it was a learning experience, but when you are in the beginner seat, what you have to do is there's a lot of research and learning involved, obviously, so that you understand what you're doing in that beginner's phase of whatever it is. But one thing that I've always translated to everything from like, you know, my fitness and nutrition and competing days to like business and marketing to DIY projects at home, I will learn a little bit and then I'll get into action and learn as I'm going in the action. So it's not always like learn, 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 learn. And then it's like, okay, I got it. Now I can get into action. No, like I learn a little bit. I'm into action. And then what's the next phase into action? What's the next phase into action? I try to cut corners. I'm bad for that. Make a mistake. Have to go back, redo something, learn my lesson and then move forward. So it's always learning action, trial, error, make a mistake, learn action, uh, some more learning action, maybe make a mistake, go back, figure out where you went wrong, learn a lesson, action, learn some more. So it's it's like this give and take type of relationship that you have to have with, with yourself when you're in the beginning phases. So as I go through these points of like what I would do if I completely started from scratch uh, to get on Instagram and build a following and, and monetize that following, you know, take take a couple of these points and get into action. And then like study yourself, learn your, like learn new things, like maybe come back to this podcast again and listen to it again and, and try something different. You know, nothing is ever a complete overhaul overnight. Like it's not, it's not, but it's you getting incrementally better at each new skill that will create that overall transformation of your Instagram account or your room or your body or your business or whatever it is that you're focusing on. All right, let me dive right into this because I know you're just like, Sarah, what would you do? Give me the help. Okay, so number one, 100%, I would nail down who my ideal client is. So I'm starting on Instagram. It's, 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 you know, it's bare. I have no followers. There's no content on there. Before I ever even post one piece of content, I need to ask myself, who am I creating content for? Because you need to speak to someone and someone very specifically on your platform in order for that content to be relatable. So when you when you step back and like nail down an, an avatar or an ideal client, you need to ask like, okay, so who are they? If I were to describe them, it's kind of like me saying, you know, how would you describe your mom? Describe your mom. You would probably maybe talk about uh, maybe the way that she looked, her personality, what she liked. 
maybe what she's done in her life. You know, like if we're describing a person, you're describing many different facets of them. So when it comes to your, to your ideal client or my ideal client that I'm trying to figure out in order to show up on Instagram for, I need to say like, okay, what are they struggling with? What are their challenges? Um, like what do they desire? What is an ideal day or what does an average day look like for them? What does an average week look like for them? What are the pressures in their life? Um, you know, what do they really need help with from me? What do they not know? What do they do know? What is their personality? What is their attitude? How do they want to be spoken to? All those things go into your ideal client and how you need to show up for them on a platform. So that is number, number one. I cannot create any content unless I know exactly who I'm speaking to. The second thing I would do is I would nail down my strong point of view. So what is my point of view that I want my ideal client to get on board with? So you know, as an example, if you're in the, the fitness industry and let's say you help women, you know, your point of view is not, you know, fat loss for women. Like that, that is not a strong point of view. A strong point of view would be, you know, uh, kind of like going back to what my point of view was uh, in my fitness days. It's, you know, you know, let's not settle for average, you know, let's get a rocking body that you are so confident in. Let's have you look fit. Let's have you take on a lifestyle that is going to, you know, take a lot of work and take a lot of dedication, but that's going to give you so much pride because you want to look above average and feel above average in your body and, and hold that pride within yourself. Like that was my strong point of view with fitness. It's like, let's go all in and see what your body can do and see what you can do from like a mental and energetic perspective in order to give yourself a goal. So like that is a strong point of view, you know, um, if you help maybe moms, maybe you want to help moms look above average than other moms, or maybe you just want to give moms the grace and, and patience to, you know, have a family and work on themselves a little bit, but also take the pressure and the guilt off themselves um, for different things. Like there are so many, so many areas that you can go in with your strong point of view, but you need a strong point of view because when someone lands on your page and they watch a video of yours or they read a piece of content, they need to say, Yes, like they are speaking to me. They're speaking my language. I want that. I agree with what they're saying. And when you don't have a strong point of view, you don't allow a potential new follower or your current followers to say, I'm on board with that message because you need to get them on board with your message and your message is your strong point of view. So, so number one avatar or, or your ideal client. Number two is your strong point of view. Number three is I would lay out the problem I solve. So who am I showing up for? What is my message and what problem do I solve for them? You see here, but I'm not even talking about anything that you're actually doing on the platform for creating content as of yet, because there's foundational work that needs to go into place before you actually know how to show up. And this is where a lot of people fall short. So number three, problem myself. What am I showing up to create content around every day? Where, what, what do I want to be seen as a problem solver for? What do I want my following to continue to come back for so that they know that they're going to get help on this thing? People hire you because they know you can solve their problem. And when you don't nail down what that problem is that you solve for people, then you don't know how to actually create content to show up to help the people that you want to help with that problem. So number one, ideal client. Number two, what is your strong point of view? Number three, what is the problem that you solve? Those are the three things that I would do before I ever get into action with showing up on Instagram. All right, let's talk about, let's talk about action, action. 
Number four, I would use IGTV to show up and teach. So this is where I would be getting on video. I would be solving problems. I would be teaching. I would be educating. I would be giving advice. I would be giving tips. I would be, you know, sharing maybe my journey and what I've done to get out of XYZ, you know, situation that has given me, you know, ABC, better desired situation. So IGTV is where I show up and teach. So they're getting to hear my voice, see my face, understand my personality, um, positioning myself as an expert, building my authority, and I'm increasing so much trust because I'm on video. So that is number four. I would get on IGTV and I would show up and I would teach to highlight myself as the expert for this thing. Number five, I would use Instagram stories to deepen relationships with my current followers. So I would be showing behind the scenes of my life, letting people know different things about me. Um, I would still be solving problems. I would be showcasing things that I do in my business. So I'd be using stories as kind of an overall blanket to allow people to see snippets of just who I am as a person and what I do in my life behind the scenes, the reality show of my life, and then also dripping in little pieces of of content that allow me to teach and educate and position myself as an authority, show different things that I'm doing in my business, promote my services, that type of thing. Number six, I would use, I would search hashtags um, to start building my following. So I would search hashtags that I know my ideal client is hashtagging on, or I would find accounts that have my ideal client and I would start following. I would start following hundreds and hundreds of my ideal client and start engaging with them so that I am proactive in starting the relationship. We cannot just wait for people to come to us. We need to be forward in action with that in order to start the relationship building. And number seven, I would look to do collaborations with other people on Instagram. So I would find or go into my close network, like people that I know would be easier for this to find people that I know, network with them who have my ideal client, but they are not competitive with my services. So... As an example, um, we had Lisa Simone Richards. She, you know, she was on the podcast uh, talking about Black Lives Matter a couple episodes ago. She's also been on the podcast because she is awesome at, at PR and getting people on TV and in magazines and so forth. Um, and she works with a lot of health and fitness professionals and coaches. So she has my ideal client. But we are not competitive for what we do because I teach, you know, uh, business practices and, and online marketing. So we have the same ideal client, but we are not competitive for our services. Both like our ideal client needs both of us for their business. So I might contact Lisa and I'm like, hey, Lisa, I would love to show up um, and do a live with you on your Instagram account. Maybe you can come on my Instagram Instagram account, do a live, you know, or I'd love to create an IGTV that you can post on your Instagram account to help to help your or you're following with Instagram um, marketing. And then, hey, I'd love for you to do a video for me that I can help promote you on my page. So collaborations with other people to create content for an Instagram platform or do lives together or show up in segments in stories is a great way to get you into other people's networks and more eyes onto you. So that's what collaborations would be all about. And I would be doing collaborations within the Instagram platform because that is where I really want to focus on massively growing my audience and growing my authority because I am starting from scratch. So those are the seven things that I would do. And you'll notice that 
A, I didn't talk about creating any content before there was foundational work done. And B, I did not talk about growing a following until we talked about the type of content that you should have on your platform. So there's very much a a step-by-step system that you should go through in order to make sure that you are set up for success. So the first, you know, three points of really like nailing down my ideal client, identifying what my strong point of view is. So I'm polarizing. I, I have people say, yes, she's for me or yes, she's not for me or no, she's not for me. And then I would lay out the problem that I solve. Those three are foundational. And then, you know, the next two, I would use IGTV to show up and teach, and I would use Instagram story to deepen my relationships. That's all on creating content. So making sure my platform has content that is speaking to my ideal client, that is solving a problem, that has a polarizing message, and there is an accumulation of content there so that when I do go out, you know, searching for my ideal client and following people and connecting and networking online and then getting into collaboration, when the the traffic and the eyes start coming onto my account, there is awesome content there that I know is for my ideal client and they're, you know, easily going to say, yes, I want to follow them or, Hey, maybe they are not my ideal client and they do not agree with my point of view. And I do not help them with the problem that they solve. They're able to say, Nope, this person's not for me. So there has to be foundational work. There has to be awesome content on your account for people to want to say yes to follow you. And then you need to go out and do the networking in order to actually build the account. And that is 100% what I would do. There are seven points in order to grow an account from scratch. And, you know, my Instagram account could be taken away tomorrow. And, you know, I would probably be flourishing within a good like four to six months, definitely a year of monetizing that because I know exactly the strategies that are needed to show up and do that. And, the, and this is what you need to learn is, is the strategies and not just the strategy for building a following but the strategy for creating awesome content that your followers actually want to see, really understanding each feature on Instagram and the type of content that needs to be on each, because it is different content. Like there's different features on there so that you can create different content because your following likes different content and different sides of you and, and different pieces of engaging content to be able to interact with you. So you need to understand like, what is the type of content that is going to be used on each feature? Because we can't have the same content on all three features because that is not exciting and appealing to your following. Um, Yeah. So I I hope that was really helpful for you um, because I know, you know, one of the main questions I get is it's like, I feel like I'm doing everything right, Sarah, but, you know, nothing is really happening and, 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 you know, I'm putting in the effort, I'm showing up, I'm creating content and I feel like no one's listening to me. I'm not getting likes. I'm not getting comments. I'm not getting DMs. Um, people aren't watching my stories. My following isn't growing and they feel like it's like a dead account and like crickets. Or it's like the same people who are always interacting with you and there isn't any growth to your account. So, the seven points here that I talked about will 100% help you. Um, if some light bulbs were going off and if you got some awesome value from this, you are 100% going to want to be in my Captivate and Monetize Method Masterclass happening August 5th, which is coming up really, really soon. Um, again, you can grab the sign up link in the show notes down below, completely free. We're going to spend about two hours together. Like I am going to go in, in, in depth with you on exactly what you should be doing. And I am also picking 
five people before we go, um, before we launch into our masterclass, who I am going to do live on the spot coaching with them about their Instagram account, what I see, what I don't see, how I think they should shift, make changes, or continue doing certain things that they're doing, giving them reassurance. Uh, so if you want to be one of those five people, make sure that you sign up before the August long weekend, Pacific long weekend. I think that's like August 1st. Yeah, whatever, August 1st. Sign up before August 1st and you'll get in um, to be possibly uh, picked as one of those five people. And we can uh, do some like live on the spot coaching with you to help you very specifically and uniquely to what you want. So yay, I hope to see you all in the masterclass. I'm super excited. Um, I've never done... I've actually never done a masterclass that is going to be this in depth, um, this much strategy and this much of basically the 11 years of experience that I've had for building and monetizing audiences. So I'm really excited to take you um, behind the scenes of everything that I do and everything that I teach clients and, and everything that I've really learned over the years. Because the other thing about social media is you always have to have almost a forward innovative thought mindset because it is always, always changing. And one of the things that I see a lot of people doing wrong is they're using tactics that are outdated. So it's like, you've been following people, you've been looking at stuff. You're like, oh yeah, that's cool. I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing. And you halt your own action until you feel like you're ready or you're worthy or you have enough confidence. And you're like, okay, now I'm going to start going out and doing what I've been seeing everybody else doing for a couple of years. But then you start doing it and like that trend is dying out. And it's almost like, and I see this with so many of my clients. It's like they're two or three years behind what they actually need to be doing to show up um, because it's taken them so long to start really getting into action or understanding why why certain why certain pieces of content are being shown or why people are doing certain things online. So I'm going to bust through all of that with you on the masterclass and uh, basically lift the veil to everything that I do on Instagram and, and what I do for clients and what is happening right now in 2020 on Instagram that is actually working for online coaches and network marketers to monetize their following. So Sign up link down below in the show notes. I will see you on the 5th. And I hope you got a lot of value out of the seven points of what I would do if I had to start Instagram all over again. Take one, take two, take them all and start implementing them right now. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 